Welcome to the Octo Podcast, everybody. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back. It's been, I know, a little bit of a uh, a minute since we've been here. Um, but we're going to kind of do a bigger episode this episode. We're just going to kind of throw it all in one. We're going to take a look back at the games. I know it's been a little minute now. Kind of everything's been settled in. Um, then we're also going to do the uh, picks as well. Give me just a second. Okay, so yeah. Um, yeah, I know these games have been now sitting here for a minute. We kind of look, we'll, we'll take a look back at um, all the games, all the news. There's been some trades going around now. Trades are kind of kicking off here before the, the deadline. Um, MLB baseball, postseason baseball. We're, we got game one of the World Series. It's finally like, all right, this is when I'll watch baseball, bro. Because it was a damn good game. Didn't didn't get to catch it. Watched, just got done watching the highlights. Looked like a damn good game. I need to remember when these when these games are on so I can watch these games. But, uh, yeah, so we'll kind of talk about that. NBA season's kicked off now. We were kind of we're kind of taken off on Bambi legs right now in the NBA season. But um, my Miami Heat have not had a good start, which this is what I expected from the Miami Heat. They're gonna take a they're gonna take a big dip down. Uh, they didn't do anything. They let guys walk. And they did not bring anybody in. So, you're going to get a worse product than what we did last year. To me, it's about the Milwaukee Bucks, the Boston Celtics in the East. Um, I know Cleveland's looked good so far this year. Atlanta as well. Um, can't buy into them yet because they haven't been there. I know I know two of the teams. I mean, the Knicks are starting off. The East is kind of anybody's year. I mean, a lot, of da- a lot of down years. The Nets aren't what people want them to be. Miami's taking a step back. Philly has not played great basketball yet. So, I mean... You've kind of got a, 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 a just a, a pit of guys, but I mean, team wise, Milwaukee and Boston's about it. I mean, on the West, you got the who's who of who that's getting in, um, and none of them are lo- the Lakers. I mean, they're the worst team in the NBA at 0 5. The only team to not win a game other than the Sacramento Kings. But I mean, the West, uh, Portland's 5 and 1, Phoenix 4 and 1, Memphis 4 and 1, Utah's 4 and 2, Utah, who has nobody. Anymore, they're four and two. Denver's four and two. The Spurs are four and two. Timberwolves are four and two. Golden State's they're eighth right now, and they're three and two. That's how good the West is, man. It's a night and day difference from East and West, um, especially this year. The East got really weak. The West got strong as hell, man. And the Lakers don't even come close to being a part of it. That's why I had. I don't know if they're gonna be in the playoffs this year. I mean, fuck, dude. They're zero five. And they're in the West. If they're zero five in the East, okay, yeah, you could still probably get in. Yikes, man. Yeah, I mean it's way too early to be eliminating teams, but not a good start. Not a good start at all. I will kind of talk about that more, but um, yeah. So let's talk about the Phillies Astros game one of the Phillies Astros. Just as we expected, we knew everyone. Everyone knew the Phillies were going to be here. I mean, everybody. I mean. Obviously not the Dodgers, who dump a bunch of money on their team every year. Why would they be here? It's not how it works, all right? Um, but no, seriously, I mean, the Phillies are, are just a great story, and they're more than just a great story. They remind me of my fucking Cardinals. I've been seeing, <coughs> I've been seeing uh, old videos come up of David Freeze's comeback home run, kind of resurfacing from the 2011 World Series. 
Um, I don't know. These guys just remind me the Phillies just keep fighting. Um, the Astros seem like the big bully, you know, that's been there, that done that, and, you know, whatever. And Phillies is that underdog that just keeps swinging, man. They keep fighting. I, you know, I didn't give them a, a shot in hell against us. And when they beat us, I was like, all right, cool. One little game they got, whatever. And when they went against Atlanta, I thought, no way, dude. There's no fucking way this team wins. And, I mean, they just find a way to keep winning. Then they come in game one of the World Series, and they handle their fucking business, dude. I mean, JT Romuto's looking good. Kyle Schwarber's fit in. Reese Hoskins and Bryce Harper doing their things. I mean, their one through four right now is pretty damn fucking good. Uh, I mean, they're really, I mean, that's their that's that's their nucleus right there is their first four guys. Nick Castellanos made a hell of a catch in the bottom of the ninth, which he don't make that catch the game's over. The Astros win. So, I mean, that was a, a beautiful catch that he made. Uh, diving catch. Aaron Nola's, you know, doing his thing still. I mean, he, he got roughed up a little bit, but they found a way to, to come back and win this game. That's all that matters. Um, I mean, you, you, that Tucker kid was, I mean, he kind of had their number. He, he had Nola's number. He hit the, the solo shot in the second, and then in the third, he hit the two-run shot, which got him up to 5 nothing. So, I mean... A lot of resilience shown by Philly. They didn't go away. I mean, good year for Philly teams right now. You got the Eagles playing like, you know, gods on that football field. You got the Phillies doing the unthinkable right now. Um, you know, they did it to the the Braves. Why not the uh, Astros? Um, only difference with the Astros is the experience, obviously. But... Um, you know, Philly, the Eagles looking good. Phillies here, they're 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 doing their damn thing. Almost got a shot at winning this thing. Seventy uh, Sixers, we'll see to be continued on that one. So, good year for Philly sports. Um, Astros just kind of gave it up at the end, man. They had it. Uh, you know, they'll bounce back. This this will go a few games, but you know, the Phillies really can win this thing. They've proven to themselves now that they can they can win the whole thing here. But the Astros are not going to just sit sit down and, and take this loss. I mean, Verlander had a hell of a game up until the, the end there, but they roughed him up in the fourth. <clears throat> uh, this will be a good – I don't know who we get for the next game. Who's pitching game two? Who's on the mound? Zach Wheeler and Framber Valdez. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. That's the pitch. That's the pitchers. I've never heard of Valdez. He had a 2.82 ERA, 194 Ks, 17 and six. Hell of a year. I mean, the win. You know, the wins are going to be there, but solid ERA. Never heard of this guy. Zach Wheeler coming from. Was he on the Padres? Why? Why do I think? Hold on, hold on, hold on. No, Zach Wheeler was on the Mets. That's right. I wanted the Cardinals to get Wheeler in 2020 when he was a free agent. And he was 12 and 7 with a 282 ERA, 163Ks. This will be this will be a fun matchup between these two guys. Yeah, dude, Philadelphia was third in their in the NL East, bro. The Mets in Atlanta both were 101 and 61, and they just Took care of the business. Just took care of the business. 
Yeah, the Padres, man. He he had two wins against the Padres. So, this would be a fun matchup. Uh, I know I'm just kind of just rambling there. I was looking at stats and stuff. So, yeah. Um, the MLB postseason baseball is here. That's what we're, we've been waiting on. Uh, good games, meaningful, fun games. And we kind of kicked it off. So, we got to... If if you haven't been watching, if you didn't watch first game like I did, I would I would start watching fun matchups. Um, so last week NFL, we went seven and seven, uh, fifty five and fifty one after the week that week. You know, you know the Bucks losing to the Panthers and fucking Packers to the Commanders and shit uh, is what it is. You you really can't expect it. Um. Just kind of glossing. We're not going to go in depth all these games and, and all this shit because, you know, it has been a minute. Um, I will just kind of go through all these games give my takeaways. Atlanta, to me, that was just a bad matchup for Atlanta going in, right? They had they had two corners out in Casey Hayward and D. Alford. And then you lose A.J. Terrell, who's not playing next week either. So you lose him. You lose your three corners, dog. And you go up against a three-headed monster against T. Higgins, Jamar Chase, and uh, Tyler Boyd. Just a fucking terrible matchup, as you could tell. Is Joe Burrow had what three hundred and something yards in at half, dude? At fucking halftime, didn't really stand a chance. Not a good matchup. I mean, you look at the you look at the stats here. Uh, Buck fifty five for Boyd, one thirty for Chase, dude. Ninety three for Higgins. I mean, you're missing you're you're missing three corners. Isaiah Oliver just came back. He was just hurt. This is his first game back. So, I mean, bad timing, bad matchup. As of right now, with the Bucks losing on Thursday night, which we'll talk a lot more about here in a second, um, Atlanta sits top of the division, so we're fine. I'm not mad at that loss. It's an out-of-division, out-of-conference loss, so not even going to matter for a wild-card spot or anything. If you're going to lose, that's the one to lose. That was just bad matchup. We play them any other time, and it's a different ball game. If we, if we are full strength at corner... We have AJ Terrell and Casey Hayward. They've been playing great together. But not going to have Terrell for next week. They already said that. Yeah, yeah. the Cowboys beating the Lions. Dak's back. Um, good game to come back again, like I had predicted. Um, a fluff game for him. Um, you know, hey, take a look at what they do next week, the next game. We'll see. Um, interesting one where the Titans beat the Colts, but that, uh, that meant Matt Ryan uh, received a benching after his – uh, two pick performance. Um, I don't know. I don't know if you're really going to blame all this on uh, all these struggles on Matt Ryan. It's not really been the problem. You know, you know, your run game is Jonathan Taylor's. He's nowhere to be found this year. 386 yards and a touchdown. Uh, so that's not what you signed up for, right? You signed up for the guy that was just leading the league in rushing last year. He's not even close to that. He's 21st in rushing. So that's not there. Your line doesn't seem to be as the same as what it used to be. Your receiving core, other than other than Michael Pittman, no one really knows who the hell you got. You know, Paris Campbell played great. That Alec Pierce has had moments, but it's not what it was. You know, the grass ain't always greener. He goes over there and now he's getting benched. Um, I I don't know if that that helps. I really don't think that helps. That's not going to help the Colts. You're three and three. You know, you're looking up at your division. That's four and two. They may have swept you, but it's not over. You're, I mean, this is waving the white flag saying, guys, our season's fucked. We're going with Sam. I mean, you're going with Sam Ellinger over a Hall of Fame quarterback in Matt Ryan. I don't, I, this doesn't sit well with me. I, the Colts have just, 
A, probably shaking up the locker room because half the guys don't are not going to want this dude coming in. They're going to want the proven vet that gives them the best chance to win. And the guys that can see that are going to be like, oh, geez. The other guys that go, well, we're through and through, doesn't hurt. Yeah, well, it does hurt because now you, you have a really good chance of losing the rest of your fucking games with a backup quarterback in. Your team's not that good to win with a starting caliber quarterback. What makes you think that a a younger quarterback that has had no real experience is going to come in and win you ball games? That's not going to solve you problems. It's going to bring headaches and frustration in the locker room. And um, fuck, at this point, it's 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 the trade deadline. Just trade Matt Ryan if you're not going to go back to him. But if you're going to make a little stupid statement like, "Oh, we're going to take the quarterback out. Anyone's no one's untouchable." Yeah, I I, I don't buy into that horse shit. The guys see that shit in the wall. It is what it is. You write it out just like the Green Bay's writing it out at three and four after the loss to the Commanders. You're not going to the fucking next commodity at quarterback. It's not happening. You're not going to Jordan Love. Why? Because Aaron Rodgers gives you a better chance to win. It's a fucking team sport, dog. It's a team sport. If you lose, you do not just blame the quarterback. Unless they play bad. Matt Ryan did have two picks, but uh, he still gives you the best chance to win at this point. Because going into the season, your plan was Matt Ryan. Not Sam Ellinger. Not a shot at Sam Ellinger. It's just, it's, you're comparing apples to oranges and it makes no fucking sense. But, yeah, like I said, the Commanders did beat the, the Packers. This is why picking games this year makes no sense. It doesn't make any sense. The fucking Commanders just beat the damn... It's Taylor Taylor Heineke versus Aaron Rodgers. You know what my problem is with Green Bay? Dude, this is literally the problem with Green Bay. They can't fucking run the ball. Week after week, I go... I talk about this. Green Bay lost. Man, they have no fucking running game. Look at the... They have Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon. A scary combo at, the, at running the ball. A scary fucking combo. Aaron Jones is 8 for 23, and A.J. Dillon is 4 for 15. Neither one of them have a touchdown. What the fuck, dude? They got outran by Brian Robinson and Antonio Gibson. They got fucking 50 cent running the ball on him. He's been shot, and he's still better running back than anybody on Green Bay. Jesus, dude. And the receivers. Non-fucking-existent. I mean... Aaron Jones was their best receiver. He's a fucking running back, dude. It makes no sense to me. You got no, there's just no offense. I don't know if it's offensive line, if it's what. You can't say it's not having weapons because that has nothing to do with running the fucking ball. If it's, this is either an O-line issue or just the team just has a stench on it where they just, you know, and losses like this don't fucking help. Especially ones where you know you're supposed to win. I mean, you get a pick six from Devondre Campbell for crying out loud. And you only managed to put up 14 points after that on offense. Yikes, dude. Green Bay is in trouble. Panic button. Panic button. Panic button. They are fucking doomed, dude. This is bad. This is worst case scenario. You just lost to the fucking commanders. You may or may not be fucked. Just keeping it honest. Because well, as far as wild card goes, uh, you're looking at NFC East teams getting that. I mean, you got the six and zero fucking Eagles and the five and one Giants, and then the fucking Cowboys are what five and two. Uh, Washington's their worst teams, three and four, and just beat the fucking Green Bay Packers. So you tell me who's getting the fucking wild cards. So if you don't win that division from uh, Minnesota, Green Bay, you guys are fucked. Uh, bad, dude. Just as equally bad in the same fucking category. It's the Panthers beating the Buccaneers, and the Buccaneers can't even get more than three points on the board. That's just fucking brutal, dog. Bucks are bad, and they're, they're, uh, they're in the same boat. Somebody's going to make it to shore, and somebody ain't. 
Maybe hell, maybe both of them don't make it. The Bucks are just fucking. They're no, they're no good. Uh, their offense struggles again. What's wrong? I don't know. Maybe it's because no one fucking ran the ball. Eight for nineteen for Lenny, and six for twenty-four for Rashad White. No touchdowns. Common theme here. Brady's thrown it fifty times. They can't run the ball. It becomes predictable. You know, you're down, so you're just throwing shit up to people. Yeah, it is what it is. Um, just, just fucking not good, dude. Not, not good. I don't know. You got to hit the panic button. You just lost a team tanking. The fucking Panthers are actively tanking, trading away their team, their best players on the team. Saying we want to lose and we want to lose now and fast and hard. And the Broncos are like, fuck did you just say to me? No one fucking says that to me. And they just fucking shit the bed, dude. 21-3, Carolina steam steamrolled the fucking Bucks, dude. Panthers out here steamrolling fucking teams. That is bad. That is so bad. Uh, Bucks fans, way to go. You just gave up first place. Have a fucking field day, dude. And it ain't the defense. The defense is keeping this thing even close. If they had a bad defense, they'd be fucking terrible, dude. They would be awful. They would stink. They already stink. <sighs> so the tanking Panthers beat the breaks off Buccaneers. And that's crazy. The Giants just keep finding ways to fucking win, dude. They stop the Jags at the one yard to beat their ass and go 6-1. and one. Kind of fucking wild. Danny fucking Dimes, dude. Danny Dimes and the G-Men don't fucking take no shit. Ravens hold on a division game against the Browns. Uh, you got the Jets. The Jets beating the fucking Broncos. The goddamn Jets. Put some respect on their name. Five and two Jets at that, dude. Five and two Jets. Uh, the Raiders. Uh, just, you know, had their warm daily, their, their weekly tune-up game against the Texans. You know anyone that gets that's a free tune-up game. Seahawks. The Seahawks? Dude, the Seahawks, uh, probably the big upset of the week. I mean, you know, take out the Chargers, dude. Took it to took it to the Chargers and, and proceeded to not fucking slow down. God damn, dude. 17 in the first quarter. They went 37 to 23. That was wild. Not going to lie. Uh, Chiefs and 49ers had a good one. You know, McCaffrey's first game was back and forth for a minute. Then the Chiefs. Hit the gas at the end, 44-23. Um, Dolphins win with Tua back. Um, and the Bears, the world-beating, world-dominating Bears from Chicago. Beat the Patriots, 33-14 to on Monday night. Kind of wild. They kind of went all out on that one. Um, so, yeah, 7-7 seven and seven from that week. Again, we had some wild games, some, some craziness, some whatnot. Um... Uh, but then we just went ahead and kicked off Thursday night with the uh, Ravens and Bucks. Uh, Ravens get the win here 27-22. That's why I said my Falcons are sitting at top of the division right now. Waiting to play their game against the Panthers. Um, you know, another game where I don't know what the hell the Bucks are, dude. They just can't win the game. They Let's remember that. Remember that last stats I was reading to you? About running the ball. Fuck hiccups, by the way. Just fuck hiccups. About running running the ball. Timeout. Hiccup break. 
So yeah, it's the same common theme here as we stated. Um, run, running the ball for the Bucks. Lenny, nine carries, 24 yards and a touchdown. Rashad White, four for 19. I mean, you have to have some balance, dude. There's no balance running the ball. You're not just going out here throwing the ball every time. It's not going to work, dude. It will not work in this fucking league. I promise you. I promise you it's not going to work. they got to establish a run game. They have to be more balanced. Or teams are just going to fucking back up and let you pass and let you fuck up. It's just how it's going to be. And then you don't have the ball. The Ravens had... The time of possession was just unfucking real um, it, it was pretty bad. Uh, 38 minutes to Tampa Bay's 21. How do you beat the best teams? You do not let them have the ball. When they have the ball, they usually beat you. So you take the ball out of their hands and let Lamar win the game for you. Ravens go to 5-3, and three, a much-needed victory, a much-needed loss. As for me, if you're a Falcons fan, much-needed loss for the Bucks. Now it lets us do our thing against the Panthers and take over the division. That leads into, we do have a London game against the uh, London Jags, as they're being dubbed. You know, they think they're the, everyone thinks they're the first team that's going over there to be a full-time team in Jacks and the Jaguars. I don't know how Duval fans feel about it, but Florida does have three teams. They can give up one. Uh, I'd have gave them, you know, they could have had the Bucks, but they're going to take the Jags, supposedly. That's what everyone thinks, um, but, you know, whatever. They're on the rise. This would be the time to have them. Um, but either way, the Jags always have a lot of fans over there. So, um, Jags, Broncos, uh, this will be a fun matchup. You know, Broncos trying to get things on, on track. I'm actually going to take the Jags. This is a game where anything can happen. Um, I don't know if Russ is going is scheduled to play in this game. He did miss last week um, against the Jets. But... I don't see anything. Looks like he is playing. So, hmm. I'm gonna stick with the Jags. You know, give give the home team some love. I right, the Broncos could win this one, but I, I like the Jags. I'm gonna take the Jags in that one at the eight. That's a that's an eight thirty kickoff game. That's an eight thirty kickoff game. Um, um. So then we got uh, Panthers and Falcons. So this will be a good home game, division game for Atlanta. Try to get back on track. You know, hopefully we. I'm gonna check right now. Are we got some corners coming back? So AJ Terrell is out. Okay, so AJ Terrell is out. Like I had said, um, Hawkins is out. Jalen Hawkins is out. Casey Hayward. Mm. Now Casey Hayward's on IR. Damn. Hopefully he comes back. He was placed on IR. Um. That was on the 18th though. Okay, so. Hopefully he comes back. So we look like we're gonna have no AJ Terrell, no Casey Hayward. DA Alford is questionable. So the ham, uh, the um, corners are still gonna be a little questionable. Which could mean this could be a little bit higher scoring game than what it would normally be. But uh, I still like Atlanta in this one. Uh, you know, you know, even as a rebuilding team, they like to call us. I, I still think we got we got a shot at this game easily. You know, it's still going to be a little, like I said, maybe a little more high scoring than normal. But good game for us to bounce back, get things back on track. I'm taking Atlanta in that one. 
Um, uh, we got the Bears and Cowboys. Interesting matchup, but Cow because the Cowboys. Well, the Bears just came off looking really damn good against the Patriots, which I didn't think they would score that many points in a game ever, let alone against the Patriots' defense. Um, but now you got the Cowboys at five and two. Their defense is pretty fucking good. This could be a chance the the Cowboys really tee off on the Bears uh, and Justin Fields. But Dak's back. They they kind of got their groove going, and this is kind of another little softball pitch game for them that they should be able to really win. You know, they're favored by ten points, and the Cowboys are. But um, I I do I I like the Cowboys. I'm taking the Cowboys. Um, uh, it looks like Zeke might not be playing, so one little help against the Bears. But you got a capable backup, so they'll be all right. I I just think the Cowboys are a better team overall, all around. They're 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 just a better version of the Bears to me. You know, defense is playing a little bit better than the Bears. Um, they can throw the ball, so we'll see. You know, the Bears looking good, but you know, they're sitting the same record as the Packers, three and four in that division, which is kind of crazy if you're a Chicago fan. Probably, probably weren't expecting that. Be tied with Green Bay, but uh, against the Cowboys, I think it's going to be a, a step back week for the Bears. I got the Cowboys in this one. Uh, Dolphins, Lions. You know my stock for the Lions have been plummeting. I've been selling on the Lions. You know they they, they played so damn good the first like three games, but um, against the Dolphins with Tua back, they're gonna get going. They're gonna put up a lot of points, a lot of yards in the air. I think any Lions game from here out is probably not gonna be to where they have much of a shot. I'm gonna take the Dolphins in this one as well. But the only thing consistent is the Lions losing this season. Uh. Cardinals Vikings two two teams I'm not hot on even though you know how do you keep saying that with the Vikings at five and one I just I just this isn't gonna help either like them beating the Cardinals to me this is a game they should beat because the Cardinals are so damn inconsistent it's gonna be a, it's actually gonna be a really fun matchup D Hobbs back Cardinals are kind of looking to get on track now they got all their pieces in play um, I think it'll be, this will actually be a really close game. They didn't have D Hop. I think I would actually change a little bit. You know, I would give the Vikings more of a chance. I'm still taking the Vikings. You know, I I could say I don't I don't buy into what they're doing, but I'm picking them. I, you know, they're winning games. It's all that matters. Is winning games. It's what the regular season is about. Winning games. You play to win the game. So I got the Vikings. Um, Raiders Saints. This is an interesting matchup because I didn't think the Raiders would be. I thought both these teams could be four and two and five and two instead of their their two and four and two and five records respectively. Um, good news for the Raiders and Raiders fans. This is not a division game because they're zero and three in the division. Uh, you know, two and one outside of it. So it is an away game. Um, I'm still taking the. You know, I'm still taking the Raiders. You know, there's rumors of the Saints. There's rumors of the Saints. Um, getting trying to get rid of Camara now, possibly. That doesn't that doesn't bode well for a team trying to you know win a division that's fairly winnable, and they you know they still have a shot at the division, so doesn't bode well for them and the Saints. I'm gonna take the Raiders on that on that note. Um, next we got the Patriots and Jets. Uh, good good old division matchup here. Patriots obviously get embarrassed on Monday night football against the Chicago Bears. Jets just coming off, you know, rolling right now. They are rolling. Uh, Kelly rolling are the Jets. That was terrible. That was, that was bad. Um, 
You know, I, I like the the young core the this Jets team. Sauce Gardner's playing out of his fucking mind, you know. They got you got the Cougar Shredder and Zach Wilson back. He's tearing it. He's playing his game, getting getting his feet wet again. Um Brees Hall out. Uh we didn't talk about the trades. This team was involved in one of the trades. Um you know, Brees Hall out for the season with the, the bad knee injury. And uh, they go and get James Robinson from Jacksonville, which I think is a solid fucking move. Capable starter. He's already proved it last year in his rookie year. You know, now he gets to be the bell cow guy in, in the Jets. I didn't even think about that. You know, that could be huge for them. But I'm taking a surprising upset. I'm taking the Patriots. Going into the Jets and hand them a loss just because it's the fucking Patriots. I don't know. I just feel like I... I feel like they're going to bounce back after that embarrassing loss against Chicago on national TV. I just, for some reason, I got to f- believe that they're going to bounce back from that. Um, I, I still think the Jets are playing great, though. The Jets look good. Steelers, Eagles. Undefeated Eagles and the Steelers, who not having themselves the year they want. Um, with Trubisky and Kenny Pickett, we've kind of already talked about it. Don't really need to go into that. Um, whole spiel. I think this is a, a pretty easy victory here for the Eagles. It'll probably be over by halftime. Um, just play it out just because they have to. One of those games, to be honest. Not much not much meat there on that one. Same with the next one. You know, Titans-Texans at the three, kicking off the 305 game. Um, just kind of a warm-up game, really, for the Texans. Or the Titans, sorry. Texans not really showing much uh, life right now this season. Commanders and Colts, 325. Um, interesting. So, no Matt Ryan, right? We're getting Sam Ellinger, uh, which I, I don't think is going to help at all. I don't even know why the Colts have a 48% chance of winning. Yeah, no, they don't. They don't. I'm sorry, they don't. Sam Ellinger is the quarterback, and that's just the facts of life. I'm taking the Commanders. The fucking three and four commanders, they will be four and four after this damn win, dude. Insane. What is happening in the NFL, bro? The fucking commanders are four could be are three and four. The Jets are five and two. The Vikings are five and one. The fucking Cowboys are five and two, dude. Like, what is happening right now? It's like fucking ultra reality. Giants. The fucking Giants are six and one. The Seahawks are four and three, dude. I didn't think they would even come close to four wins all year. Uh, the the next game we got 49ers and Rams. This is one of the harder picks, probably of the of the whole out of all these. And I, as I say that, I look and I didn't even pick this game yet. Oh, hold up, hold up. No, let me not disrespect nobody here with that. Um, this game I did pick though. Uh, I'm going for 49ers. The Rams have not been. They haven't been who they thought who they said they were going to be. Um. The 49ers, to me, I think, you know, they'll have a week now where McCaffrey's in the playbook. And, you know, he's in the playbook, got shit going for him. Give it more time. I think the 49ers, for whatever reason, go in and sneak one against the Rams. I just, the Rams have not wowed me this year. They're a team that after winning the Super Bowl, you got to wow me, dude. If you come in flat 3-3, three and three, you know, I'm not just taking you just because you, you won the Super Bowl. I'm not giving you that credit. I like the 49ers in this matchup. I'd like them to get back on track here. This would be a huge game if they can they can make it happen too. Division game against the Super Bowl champs. 
Got to, got to make this one happen here. I think they find a way. I think Shanahan dials up some offense with Debo and, and, and McCaffrey now. Get these guys going here. Next one, the fucking G-men go into Seattle. It is, this is in Seattle. This was what makes this a little bit tricky. Probably why I didn't pick it. Um, Giants obviously rolling, cruising. The Seahawks surprising a lot of teams. They thought they'd be terrible without Russ, and now they have double the wins Russ has. Um, interesting. Definitely interesting. Seahawks playing their fucking lights. They're playing their hearts out, man. Geno playing like he wants a wants a, a fucking ring, dude. You know, he, they called, but he ain't answer. He ain't called back type of shit. Um, so I really like what Seattle's doing. They're running the fucking ball. That Kenneth Walker is a beast, dude. How fucking fun is that guy, man? How fun is that guy? Um... With all that said, though, I just like the Giants. How do I not take the Giants? I, you know, I'm not going against the 6-0 Giants much more this year. I like them in this matchup. I got hosed when I picked the Packers over them in London. Not going to do it again. I will not disrespect the G-men like that. I'm taking Giants all the way on this one. You know, Danny Dimes playing like a fucking MVP out here. Goddamn. Scary stuff. Packers-Bills. I thought this would be a harder choice. It's not even close. I'm taking the Bills. Scary defense gonna be just not gonna allow the Packers to run. They're not gonna be able, they're then gonna pass the whole game it's just like they've been doing the last few weeks and lose. Why would I expect anything else from the five and one Bills and the three and four Packers? Packers have got to run the ball. This is not the week that they're gonna try to establish it. They're gonna get smashed and fucking digitally dashed, dude. This is gonna be a bad one. It's gonna be a bloodbath on Sunday night. I I don't think this this will be a real turning of the heads moment right here. You know, you know what I mean? Um, so, I, I got Bills all day on Sunday night. That that should be a fun matchup, but, you know, the Packers aren't living up the, to their potential. So, And then we top it off Monday night, a division matchup. Bengals, Browns, you know, this would be a, a really fun matchup if everyone was, you know, at full strength. And I'd probably give it to the Browns. So Jacoby Brissett, I know he played good against, you know, Baltimore or whatever, but yeah, well, that's whatever. That's neither here nor there. The Bengals coming in, rolling, playing great. Not going to have Jamar Chase Monday night. Um, he got injured late in that Falcons game. Um, I think that's just a one-time deal. One Probably a one-week injury, nothing scary, too serious. But uh, not going to have him. I don't know if it'll matter too much. Uh, I'm taking Bengals all day. Um, I guess I can run through these real quick. So... You know, we went seven and seven. We're going. This will be the week we get get all the picks right. I got the Ravens over the Bucks. You know, we had that. Got it. I got Jags over Broncos. The Falcons over the Panthers. Cowboys over the Bears. Dolphins over the Lions. Vikings over the Cardinals. Raiders over the Saints. Patriots over the Jets. Eagles over Steelers. Titans over Texans. Commanders over Colts. 49ers over the Rams. Giants over Seahawks. Bills over Packers, and the Bengals over the Browns. One uh, trade we did not talk about, that was the Chiefs trade of, oh my god. Uh, hello. I'm drawing a fucking blank. What did the Chiefs get? Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. They got uh, Kadarius Tony. So the Chiefs got Kadarius Tony from the Giants. I thought that was a good move on their part, because if Kadarius Tony does pay off he's you know he's good he just had health injuries injury concerns have been his problem but um yeah so you know that's uh, that was a good one the bears traded uh 
Robert Quinn uh, to the Eagles. So to me, that's a big plus for the Eagles. You know, just because not because of how Robert Quinn's played, because he's only had one sack and has not done much this year for the Bears. Just a good rotation guy that they can throw in, a known vet that could be like a Von Miller move. You know how the you know when the Rams went and got Von Miller, and he made his presence known in the playoffs. Just keep a you know he may not do much right now. Just keep an eye out for that name in the playoffs, Robert Quinn. If that could be a huge piece that they they picked up that we're not really talking about. So I I told you I promised we'd get out back on our NBA shit too, boys. Back on that NBA shit. Um, we're gonna make some. We're gonna make some predictions. I've now got to see a few games. I don't want it to get too far in. And we're gonna go down. And I'm I'm gonna give you who I who I like, who I don't like, and who I'm picking for my early season. Uh, my early season picks for the finals. So, like we talked about, how the East is still trash, and the West is becoming this battleground for gods. Um. Milwaukee four and zero, Atlanta's four and one. I'll just go through the division real quick. All right, the conference. You got Milwaukee at four and zero, Atlanta four and one, Cleveland four and one, Boston three and two, Knicks three and two, Washington's three and two. The Bulls are three and three, and the Raptors finish out at the eighth spot, currently three and three. Just outside of that's the Hornets, Sixers, Pacers, and Heat at two and four, and uh, Brooklyn surprisingly is one and four. The bottom feeders in the East, only above Detroit and Orlando. You know it's bad when you're above them. But hey, my Miami Heat, like I said, not. This is not our year. Um, we're definitely taking a step back just because we didn't do anything, dude. Teams got better, obviously. We did nothing. We lost guys and didn't sign anybody. So, but we proved. We told Tyler Hero he can be a starter. Woo. Okay, cool. Um. Milwaukee, though, man, they're tough. They're going to be tough again this year, obviously. Um, it's it's really who can who can knock these guys off. Who can give them the toughest shot? Uh, Cleveland surprising is surprising to me. Atlanta, this early start is surprising to me. Uh, I I, I you know I like what they're doing. They also didn't play anybody, right? Atlanta's beat. Atlanta has beaten. Uh, the Pistons twice, they lost to the Hornets, gave them their only win, and they beat the Rockets and the Magic. Those are all bottom feeders. They have, they're have they literally 4-1 by playing nobody, so do not buy into that. Uh, their next game is to, you know, they play tonight against the Bucks. We'll see how they look against the Bucks. Cavaliers, take a look at their schedule, see how they're doing. You know, Donovan Mitchell looking great, LeVert playing great. They just beat the Celtics, so you can't say they didn't beat nobody. They beat the Bulls and the Ra they lost to the Raptors. Um, it, so Cleveland to me is surprising. If they can get that thing going, dude, that'd be a fun team. They're they're, they're going to be the fun team in the East by sure, for sure. Definitely the most fun team to watch, probably. I got to catch a couple uh, Cavs games this year because they seem fun. Boston to me was my my favorite to get back. Uh, could I'm, I could stick with it? You know, Milwaukee looks great. Cavaliers. What are the Bulls going to do this year? You know, are they going to get Lonzo? You know, I know with DeRozan. Uh, you know, are they going to get Lonzo back is the question. Zach Levine and them guys. They could be really good again this year. Fun Bulls team again this year. Never know. Um, then we look at the West. Stack, dude. Trailblazers come out 
swinging five and one. You know, Phoenix four and one, Memphis four and one, Utah four and two, Denver four and two, Spurs four and two, T Wolves four and two, and Golden State is your fucking current eight seed, dude. If that tells you anything at three and two. And right behind them, Pelicans three and two, Mavs two and two. So Lakers 0 and five, bottom feeders. I'm not gonna be like everybody else and keep talking about the Lakers just for clicks, because I'm not gonna I'm not about that shit. So I'll tell you this right now, the Lakers fucking stink. They have no shot in hell this year. I'm not going to keep, you know, pulling you guys along. I don't care what the fuck they do with Russ and LeBron and AD here and he's injured. The Lakers stink. They're not good enough to be even close to any of those teams. If the Warriors are the eighth seed, the Lakers will not be in the playoffs. They're not going to be in the playoffs. So I'm not going to talk about them like everybody else. I'm going to talk about the winners. I'm going to talk about the Memphis Grizzlies and the, and the Phoenix Suns and how they look. The Utah Jazz, who gutted the roster. They're pulling the uh, old, was it the Thunder a couple of years back when they had CP3 and they were going to supposed to be bad? Yeah, well, Utah's playing great. They're 4-2. Nuggets 4-2 with the, the MVP back-to-back. Keep them going. You know, to me, the Twin Tower Timberwolves are the most fun team in the, in the West, dude. With old Rudy Gobert and Cat. Come on, dog. You got D'Angelo, you got D'Lo, Ant, Gobert, and Cat, dude. Fun team to watch. For sure. Um, a lot of good teams. I, the West is going to be really hard. I'll tell you right now, my team, and I, I, I'm going to stick with the uh, the Celtics out of the East. I like the Celtics. If not them, the Bucks. It's To me, it's the Celtics and Bucks. You got the Hawks and Cavs and Knicks trying to come up and Bulls and, 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 and mill around. I think the Heat. No shot. Nets, no shot right now. Um, right now, I, got, I like the Bucks, and but I like the Celtics over the Bucks. If I had to pick between them, I'm taking the Celtics. I think, again, they're the most complete team. I, they just got to get that shit rolling. When they are rolling, they're one of the best fucking teams in the NBA, but they're so inconsistent. I know these guys are young. They got to fucking quit that inconsistent shit and just stick with what they're doing. To me, it's a two-team race, and I like the Celtics out of the East. I'm taking the Celtics. Out of the East, the fucking West, dude, I could pick any one of these teams. I could close my eyes, point, pick, has a good damn shot, and I can tell you why. Um, I know Portland looks good so far. Uh, Phoenix, CP3, if CP3 is on your team, I'm not taking them. Not doing it. Uh, all seriousness, no, I like the T-Wolves. I really like the T-Wolves. I like Golden State. Uh, Memphis has a real good shot at being really good. Denver, I'm not gonna lie, Denver this year, they stay healthy, right? Jamal Murray, they have Contavious Caldwell Pope, Michael Porter Jr., Aaron Gordon, and Joker. Uh, they could be, man, they stay healthy. They're really good. I like Minnesota. I think they're really good. Um, uh, if I have to pick. I'm going to take Denver out of the West. I'm going to take Denver out of the West, Boston out of the East. Those are my favorite. But I'm going to tell you right now, T-Wolves, I really love, have the good shot. Golden State has a really good shot. The Pelicans would have a good shot, but you know injuries, are, I feel like, are going to hassle them, and they're going to be pretenders. They're going to be flirting. They might get in and flirt, but I don't know if I'm buying the Spurs quite yet. Utah, I think, plummets back quite a bit. Uh, Memphis has a shot. Suns and Trailblazers. I know uh, they could have, they could have a shot, but I like Minnesota. But I'm gonna go with Denver. Denver out of the West. No disrespect to the Golden State Warriors. Um, I like Denver, man. 
I think if they if they would have stayed healthy last year, they would have had a shot, and I think they would have won. So I'm gonna go Denver, Boston. Those are my early season picks for NBA, um, for the finals. So we'll see see what we got there. Um, and with that, guys, I'll kind of wrap things up and leave you all with there. We're gonna have uh, we'll be back. I think we you know we'll kind of we'll bring this back and talk about the games more in depth and do our game balls and all that shit uh, next week. After these games, after week eight, we'll kind of go back to that and then do our picks. Might have guest pick on. I don't know. I'm trying to get some guys on here, do some guest picking, get this thing going. Uh, but I'm going to get off, go watch some college football. I'll leave you guys with that. Uh, as always, love y'all. Peace.